Hi! Pratham here from Cow Corner Cricket Cast, and today I'll be providing my thoughts on this final showdown between the Chennai Super Kings and Kolkata Knight Riders in this IPL 2021 season. But before I talk about the match itself, I just want to give a bit of a heads up for all of our viewers and listeners who watch us regularly. You will notice that I am not with Rowan at the moment. Um, He's currently traveling. Um, He's been a bit busy, um, but he's been watching the match just like me. Um, He's definitely rubbing me over it as a CSK fan, (laughs) having them won the title four times in a row now. Uh, And he will provide his thoughts in a separate video that will also be available on our channel. So definitely stay tuned into that. Um, But yeah, just a heads up to let you guys know who are maybe wondering where he is. That's the situation. But on to the match itself. So even though the match had a relatively predictable and one-sided affair or sort of look to it, with CSK prevailing um, in the end comfortably by 27 runs, it is pretty safe to say that this final did produce some moments of exciting cricket, especially certain exciting passages of play. And one of the biggest factors as to why that was possible was the pitch on offer. From my understanding, Prior to this match, only six matches have been played at this Dubai Sports Complex Stadium venue. And out of those matches, only one match prior to this match has used the particular strip or surface selected for this final. This meant that we would virtually get a brand new pitch on the day of the final. And if the intention for the IPL final was to produce a high scoring contest, mission accomplished. Because one look at the pitch with the naked eye revealed that there was a lush coverage um, of evenly scattered yellowish straw grass that had been rolled in. So that allowed for the pitch to be bound, the surface of it to be bound, and made the surface itself firm, hard, and one that would provide even pace as, and carry and bounce as a result throughout the match. There were some odd tiny sprinklings of green grass, um, and that seemed to have assisted the bowlers within purely only the first five or six overs that were seamers, and then also give some turn or offer some turn uh, to some of the spinners later on. But by and large, the pitch itself looked like a belter. Um, and going into the first innings, I would have reckoned 175 to 185, so a score around 180 would have looked like a par total on the surface. The side that ended up batting first and trying to set that 180 par total, funny enough, was not the side that ended up winning the toss, because KKR won the toss and they chose to field first. Now, on first inspection, this decision to chase sort of made sense, right? Uh, In the UAE, we've seen in this leg of the IPL, there has been a situation where because of the due factor, teams that chase have a bit of an advantage usually, right? Uh, That that is to say that because the due factor makes the ball very wet, it A, makes it come on and skid onto the bat nicely during the second innings uh, time, as well as B, creating a situation where bowlers because the bar the ball is so 
slippery in the hand. It almost feels like a bar of soap, according to some bowlers who have mentioned about this issue. Um, it becomes difficult for them to grip. Um, and when it becomes difficult for them to grip, the amount of bad deliveries that they bowl, uh, specifically full tosses that just sort of slip out of the hand or drag down deliveries, sort of exponentially increases, which are easily dispatchable to the boundary, right? Um, and even on immediate past evidence, right, one of the few matches that CSK have lost in this UAE leg um, were, was against Rajasthan Royals, who chased down a 190 target, a fairly sizable target, inside 17 overs. Now, granted, that was in Abu Dhabi, not in the Dubai Sports Complex ground. But for those reasons, I think Morgan, Iron Morgan, um, and the KKR management thought fielding first was a good idea. But in a sense, the decision to field first was sort of reflective of Morgan's shortcomings in this match as a captain, I felt, because the situation at hand was not similar to most other matches this IPL season, even for uh, Morgan's team in the UAE. It was a final, um, and scoreboard pressure during a final, especially when a big target is set, is a major factor. Um, and given that KKR have had such a fragile middle order, the if CSK on a fairly good pitch with some of the best batsmen in the entire tournament were to raise a fairly high total, it would put enormous pressure um, on that middle order the moment even one of the one or two uh, wickets fall from their performing openers and their top order. So with that context in mind, the decision made by KKR at the toss seemed to be the wrong one. And so it proved, because pretty much as soon as one of their openers fell in the chase, the pressure started telling, and they ended up collapsing, giving CSK victory in the end, um, and their fourth title of the crown. But before I go on to the specifics of my opinions regarding aspects of the match, I want to first, just for all of our viewers and listeners who either haven't gotten a chance to watch the match or, for that matter, just need a bit of a recap, just give you a bit of, guys a bit of a scorecard a refresher, if you will, um, off the match in terms of both the bowling and batting of both sides. Now coming on to my specific thoughts about the match. And I want to start by talking about the very first over of the match in the CSK innings, because the way that the first over went would be really indicative of what went wrong in terms of the KKR camp and what went right for the men in yellow. Specifically, Morgan's decision to bowl his left arm spinning all-rounder Shakib al in the first over today, as he had done in Sharjah during the qualifier and the eliminator, reeked to me of adhering rigidly to a game plan that was devised in completely different circumstances. Because on the more two-paced and inconsistently bouncing surface of Sharjah guys, opening with Shaka made sense. The odd one that he would bowl on the pitch would sort of stop and leap out of nowhere and in the process scramble the minds of batsmen on whether they should play forward or back to him. And as such, 
the pitch enables Shakib to be a wicket-taking threat even within the first six overs of the power play. And even if he wasn't taking wickets, because there was that sort of indecision and uncertainty, often he would not be able, the openers who would be looking to score in the power plays, especially on the low and slow surfaces of Sharjah, which would progressively die as the match went forward um, and would have to thus score the majority of whatever runs they could get during that period, um, would sort of be restrained and kept in check because they wouldn't they would be able to only score limitedly off of him. But that all applied, critically, only to Sharjah. On this pitch, with its true bounce and carry, the possibility to threaten the batsman was largely mitigated, and that combined with the fact that Gaikwad, a top-quality player of spin, was going to take first strike to Shakib, the tactic pretty much backfired. Shakib couldn't create the pressure, with Gaikwad being able to trust the nature of the ball coming to him, especially in terms of its bounce, and coming on the front foot and sweeping Shakib off his length to that deep mid-wicket boundary. So all things considered, that tactic first up was very much a dud. And it wasn't the only dud that Morgan had today, in my estimation, because that decision, and alongside giving Shakib another over in the power play, on a pitch that offered seam movement to the Pacers, really only during the first five overs, was really representative of much of Morgan's tactics today, right? In that they were baffling, um in context of what the actual surface that they played on today was, but not so much in the context of how his game plan normally operated in the f- earlier matches of the IPL. And that the tactics, because of their sort of rote nature of them, right, the, the, that they weren't being adopted or applied on a surface that was different from the ones that he had grown accustomed to, were ineffective, right? Um, and, and coming back to that first over as well, right? Gaikwad's only weakness throughout this tournament, a tournament, by the way, is which we are, where he has the orange cap. <laughs> he, he's the leading run scorer. He's played like a freak, really, in terms of how brilliant he's been. But, but there was one weakness that was spotted um, throughout the tournament, and that is that the few times that he has been bounced, especially by somebody who bo- can that short ball cramping into him around that 140 kilometer per hour plus mark it's caused him problems and he's been dismissed a lot through it so not introducing the pacey and tall Lockie Ferguson who's who's capable of bowling that type of delivery uh, frequently till the fourth over by the time Guy Cord was settled was a huge mistake um, and even when he was introduced and, and Mavi was introduced they weren't instructed or, or it didn't look to me, at least, from an outsider's perspective. They weren't instructed to or set fields that would encourage them to actually bounce Gaikwad either. So Gaikwad was never really tested or threatened by the deliveries that would be capable of testing him and threatening him the most effectively, right? But again, if, if it was just that initial set of the power play spell, you could still understand, okay, you know, he, he got his sums wrong there, but he might have got his sums right during the rest of the match. But really, it was a f- it was representative of through of decisions that he made throughout the match in terms of the the style of and the manner in which they sort of backfired, right? Because you know, Moin Ali comes in as well. Now Moin Ali as well is known notoriously of having an issue with the short ball. Um, 
But during his stay, his breezy cameo that is very much responsible for getting CSK to a total that I thought was 10 above par with their 193-odd, um, he didn't ask Lockie Ferguson, who bowled Moin or Shiva Mavi to bowl the bouncer either or set those fields for that purpose, right? And then he gave Shakib, despite the pitch clearly showing that it wasn't a sort of surface that would allow for the his style of bowling, Shakib's style of bowling, to really work, right? It was it was unsuited largely. Um, he he gave him a third over to the set batsman in Faf and Gaikwad, and 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 didn't really sneak another over from the wicket to wicket medium pace of Venkatesh Iyer, which, again, given the nature of this pitch, sort of indicated a failure to properly read or at least react to the conditions um, that were unfolding in front of him. Having said that, I don't think that Morgan's follies with the captaincy today in terms of his tactics were the only or even the, the major factor behind why CSK were able to get to such a imposing score off that 193-odd. I think a lot of it ha- also has to do with the brilliance, once again, of Rutharaj Gaikwad and Faf Duplessis, which again showed why they were the undisputed best opening partnership this IPL cycle. Gaikwad, he unfurled his capabilities as a stroke play early on square of the wicket, right? Which sort of surprised me because he, he normally likes playing straight of the wicket, especially first up. But again, he recognized the true bounce of the surface and, and that meant for him at least, and from what I could tell, that he recognized that he could play shots more aligned with horizontal sides of the wicket, um, w- sides which were having boundaries or dimensions of the square boundaries there that are that are shorter than the ones that are straight um and and for me the highlight uh, of that sort of cognizance right of that uh an exploitation of the the field set was the skip and square the skip to the pitch of the ball and then square driving a 151 kilometer per hour Lockie ferguson half volley um straight towards point right um and, and and what that was what made that shot so impressive to me right was apart from you know the placement of it as I, I was mentioning the to be able to react to a delivery that quick um be able to skip down the pitch to it and be able to last minute sort of guide it towards that region just indicates the amount of time that guy court has in playing his shots um just remarkable to watch, right? And and even though he got re- out relatively cheaply, I mean, he didn't manage to get a 50 by his standards that of consistency, right? That's that's you know, <laughs> that's 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 really problematic, right? But but his partner um, and also Orange Cap contender, he came to short by two runs. Faf, people see he responded with a half century, which the entire CSK innings of 193 was really built around, right? Having s- and and what impressed me the most about Faf's innings today, right, was having seen the threat that the KKR spinners was gonna were gonna pose in the middle overs from the qualifier and the eliminator in, in Sunil Narayan and Varun Chakravarti, Faf tackled them very aggressively, right? He identified that from those previous matches that they were gonna likely stick to a good to back of a length um, in their deliveries to in and in their overs to avoid batsmen coming down the track, uh, to read them and, and essentially to hit them over the top, right? But he still wanted to bash them, 
And so what Faf ended up doing that I thought was really incredible to see was that he went really deep into his crease, right? And what that did was it allowed him to give give himself extra time to play the ball off the wicket and convert essentially the length of those deliveries that were good even or or back of a length at the point of the impact when the bat, bat hit the ball into long hops that were very easy to muscle uh, over the fence and you know i it, it it was it was that sort of adjustment and footwork and that sort of going back deep inside your crease that was so impressive to me right because i saw him do it with chakravarti where his foot guys was literally his back foot was literally almost trotting under the stumps that's how far he was back but but again it 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 worked really well and he was able to dominate the spinners that have normally been able to keep um things either quiet for kkr or b- have basically instigated collapses um in opposition batting lineups and today um that didn't quite happen and because of that sort of solid sensible aggression on the part of faf you had a situation where robin otapa could come in he could play his shots um his you know lovely check drives and so forth moin could come in play his a free flowing expressive languid sort of shots as well and they could get to that total that was of where very easily defendable total in the end coming to the KKR innings i thought you know if if morgan's captaincy was very much responsible in ways of sort of the rails coming off for KKR's campaign at this final moment i thought dhoni's was really a contrary perspective on how a captain can very much influence the outcome of a match positively in a crunch situation like a final like this because I thought his captaincy by and large was very very responsive to the match scenario at hand. While he did have the advantage over Morgan in terms of having the scoreboard pressure caused by a good total that made the chasing side struggle more than his own, his bowling changes strategically made a lot more sense than Morgan's, right? Cuz they more acutely targeted the batsman's weaknesses or minimized their strengths that were at the crease. A good example of this is when the power play happened. Um Dhoni wasn't unfazed by the fact that Shubman Gill and Venkatesh Iyer had gotten off to that slightly dicey but solid start with no wickets having been lost during that passage of play, right? So he knew that he had to either get a wicket or contain. Um and instead of going with Jadeja or Thakur would be the choice to bowl that 7th over immediately after the power play he went with his death bowler bravo and came up to the stumps as a keeper right a uh, two bravo and that move was interesting because he also set the fields in a way where he packed the the fielders um to on the off offside a little bit more as well right from what i saw so that move was very interesting because it it clearly indicated to me from the field set and from just break, coming up in the stumps and so forth that there was an attempt or recognition that even though KKR had gotten to the solid start they needed to be the, the pressure needed to be sort of applied on them to prevent them from accelerating um and and getting momentum with the solid start and it worked right because even though it didn't result in a wicket that particular over from bravo it only went for four runs and 
that over put a lot more pressure on Gil and Ayer to go for the bigger shots or in the boundaries off the other bowlers to try to keep that climbing run rate in check. And it cost one of them their wickets eventually a couple of overs later when they tried to play an aggressive shot. Um, but then there were other examples in the innings as well, right, where Dhoni was very flexible with his captaincy um, and, and, and cognizant of the opposing side's problems, right? When Narayan, Sunil Narayan, who ended up making that cameo that knocked out RCB um, in the Eliminator uh, just a couple of nights back um, with his three sixes, right? He, he recognized that Sunil Narayan coming to the crease would be very aggressive against Pacers who were of a lesser height and lesser build and, and spinners as well, right? Um, he would like to tonk them down to the ground. So what does he do? He brings back Josh Hazelwood, a tall, uh, fast, uh, medium pacer, and asks him to welcome him immediately with a, a bouncer, with the field set up to encourage that shot um, as well. And, and, and Hazelwood bounces him second ball, and then in the ball afterwards, Narayan ends up getting dismissed, right? And it, it looked like he was ruffled up by that delivery to some extent. So I thought Dhoni's captaincy on show was in stark contrast to Morgan's much more flexible and, and much more ideal given the circumstances of a tense match. As with the CSK innings though I think it's very important to give credit where it's due with the individual players that performed very well in this match and I thought from the KKR side probably the most impressive of the lot once again was Venkatesh I mean he's making a habit of this he's got four 50s in this IPL season. Um, remarkable for a guy who was basically brought in as a replacement only during the mid phase of this tournament. But he appeared to be the one batsman that was able to approach the target at a brisk rate, at the brisk rate that KKR needed um, one of their batsmen to go at to overcome it, right? I do think, you know, it was a bit more of a dicier and luckier innings than some that he's played in this tournament. I mean, Dhoni ended up dropping him when he was trying to riskily sort of ramp a shot against a, a ball. Um, but what worked and for me in this innings, the, from his perspective, I thought, was how proactive he was at picking the shots at the spots of the ground, right, that he wanted to target specific bowlers against, right? Um and, and you could see that with the way that he took on Jadeja in particular, right? Because he wanted to target that shorter leg side of the boundary to the left-hander against the left-hand orthodox spinner um, that was bringing it back to him. So it was hitting into his sort of arc, right? Um, and, he, and he recognized that Jadeja could be sort of a choke point, as he often is, for uh, teams when, he, um, when they're having to score runs. Uh, during the middle overs, right? And so he, he specifically targeted Jadeja um, and and sweeped him towards uh, deep square leg, hit him towards long on. Uh, so it was, it was hitting with the spin. It was hitting, it was using sensible aggression, right? Um, and, and likewise, when he pierced the gaps through cover and cover point on the offside against Deepak Chahar, that was also very much maneuvering the, the, the deliveries that he was getting towards the gaps that he could see in the field, but also b cleverly exploiting the 
weaknesses of a particular bowler in, in terms of inability to respond that because Deepak Chahar wasn't being able to get the swing and seam on offer so the balls were largely coming in um, at gun barrel straight so he could basically target and pick the spot wherever he wanted on the field so long as he and was able to read the ball earlier off the hand which like Rutharaj Gaikwad he's able to do but he got out and his partner Gill ended up getting out uh, soon as well and one of those wickets was instigated by CSK's leading wicket taker in this match uh, Shardul Thakur now I've made my thoughts about Shardul Thakur very clear for all of our viewers and listeners and, and uh, that tune into this podcast spoiler alert <coughs> that's not very good but um, or not very positive I should say at the least but um, in a day where everything seemed to fall in place for Chennai and their sort of uh, reactive plans to the, the, the match at, at hand, Shardul managed to accomplish his intended role in the middle overs as expected by his captain. What made him, in my mind, more effective, uh, like his best performance in this IPL UAE leg, league in that final Punjab Kings match that he played in, uh, where he picked up three wickets, then his typical performances throughout the season was that sort of canny use somewhat of the cross-seam delivery, right? Since a, a short and slightly skiddy bowler like Shardol on this pitch would come onto the bat nicely uh, because the track's very firm, it was very important for him to use a delivery that would sort of exaggerate variation from his stock delivery with that low bounce and benign pace that he has uh, to a batsman to sort of create... Um, the chance of a false shot, right? To, to, to create um, a shot that was mistimed, essentially, from the face of the bat. And by bowling that cross-seam delivery, which, again, is, is not the easiest to grip and hold to, for instance, Nitesh Rana, um, he was able to achieve that because Nitesh Rana, in probably the tamest of dismissals possible, chipped a drive in the air to the man station at cover. Um, and Rana failed to pick that variation from him early into the shot because the cross seamer ended up coming onto the bat later than expected and so he assumed that something was something was wrong with the pitch when really it was the cross seamer that just produced that sort of variation that naturally applies in terms of bounce when you execute it well on a pitch um and so i you know, I, th- I thought that that was something that was worthy of giving him a shout out for because it, it did certainly help uh, pick up important wickets like Rana's at the end. I will say, though, he did <laughs> end up <laughs> sort of bowling a farce of an over at the end because it, it almost seemed at that one point that he was trying to single-handedly lose a match that was <laughs> unlosable because uh, he, he bowled a 10-ball over, I think it was, with wides, uh, you know, high full tosses that became no balls um you know Tony got ended up getting pissed at him actually because of how poorly that last over went um but fortunately for csk it, it sort of just came too late uh, to really make a difference and with the other bowlers chipping in with wickets and and despite a little bit of a flourish between mavi and ferguson at the end in terms of hitting they ended up triumphing pretty comfortably um to take the match by the 27 run margin with all that said Congratulations to CSK and all their supporters. I thought that they, over the course of the tournament, proved themselves as the best team on show in all facets and all disciplines uh, of the game. 
I also think that they largely should be very proud of bouncing back from what was a very poor campaign in 2020 to clinch this title um, and, and making the sort of necessary changes to get in that particular position. KKR, on the other hand, um, you did reach the final. Um, yes, you were outplayed by CSK in this match in all facets of the game, but there is a second time um, and, and you unearthed, unearthed some youngsters that were very promising, right? The likes of Mavi, um, Venkatesh Ayer. So th there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel for you going forward. As for us at Cow Corner Cricket Cast, um, we'll be continuing to cover international and domestic matches across the globe um, when we watch them and provide our thoughts with you regarding those. Uh, there is a T20 World Cup coming up. We will be doing some coverage of it as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, till then, stay safe, stay tuned into what we're doing. And yeah, take care. Bye-bye.